Welcome back to Sister Ellie Katz Tea, where we talk about all things church-related. My name is Allison C. Holden, and I am your host. Now on today, we are going to continue on our Bible study journey, and we are going to read from the book of Exodus, and we are going to start at the 14th chapter. Again, that's the book of Exodus, and it's the 14th chapter. Now, we can understand here that the children of Israel, by the guidance of Mo- or the leading of Moses, they, were, they left out of Egypt and now they are about to cross the Red Sea. And here in the 14th chapter, they had been traveling um, through the wilderness and they were going in one direction. Now here in the 14th chapter, God began to instruct Moses that the children or the uh, people of Israel should turn and go back and go in another direction. And why did God do this? Well, it appeared to Pharaoh that the children of Israel were confused. And we can start at the third verse in that. For Pharaoh will say of the children of Israel, they are entangled in the land, in the wilderness has shut them in. And I will harden Pharaoh's heart. This is God talking. I will harden Pharaoh's heart that he shall follow after them. And I will be honored upon Pharaoh and upon all his hosts that the Egyptians may know that I am the Lord and they did so in other words the children of israel did according to the word of the lord and it was told the king of egypt that the children fled and the heart of pharaoh and of his servants were turned against the people and they said why have we done this that we have let israel go from serving us See, the Pharaoh begin and the people begin to realize that we've let our service people go. We have no more service. In other words, now we have to do it ourselves. How could we do such a dumb thing? So, Pharaoh took his chariots. He began to make them ready. And verse 5, it says, and it was told the king, of course, we read that. And the people said, why have we done this, that we have let Israel go from serving us? And he took 600 chosen chariots and all the chariots of Egypt and captains over every one of them. And the Lord hardened the heart of Pharaoh, king of Egypt, and he pursued after the children of Israel and the children of Israel went out with a went out with a high hand. In other words, when the children of Israel left Egypt, they had their hands up in joy. It was miraculous. They were happy. They went out with their hands up, thanking God that they were being victorious. In other words, they went out victorious with their hands in the air. But the Egyptians pursued after them. All the horses and chariots of Pharaoh and his horsemen and his army and overtook them in camping by the sea beside um, 
Yes, beside us, beside the sea. Now listen. In so many words, the children of Israel they left Egypt, and after Pharaoh and his servants realized that they had let their servants go, they decided to go and chase after them. And not only did Pharaoh harden his own heart, God hardened the heart of Pharaoh as well, because God was not through. God was not done with Pharaoh. The showdown was not complete. God said he was going to come up against Pharaoh with a strong hand and the people of Egypt will know without a shadow of a doubt that God is the true and the living God. So yes, they begin to chase after the children of Israel. Let's see, let's see. Verse 10. And when Pharaoh drew nigh, the children of Israel lift up their eyes, and behold, the Egyptians marched after them, and they were so afraid. And the children of Israel cried out unto the Lord, and they said unto Moses, Because there was no graves in Egypt, hast thou taken us away to die in the wilderness? Wherefore hast thou dealt with us with us to carry us forth out of Egypt? And I must say that I am reading out of the King James Version, which was not my plan. However, that is what I am doing. I am reading out of the King James Version. Now listen, the children of Israel felt like they were trapped between the Red Sea and Pharaoh's army. Now they cried out unto, unto God. However, they had no confidence that God could or that God would help them. And then they began to turn against Moses and said, Was there not enough graves in Egypt? Now you brought us out here to die. Or, or there are graves basically for us to be buried in Egypt, but now you brought us out here in the wilderness, and now there are no graves out here. We're just going to be buried in the wilderness. Is not this the word that he that we did tell thee in Egypt, saying, Let us alone that we may serve the Egyptians? For it had been better for us to serve the Egyptians than that we should die in the wilderness this is what the children of israel are saying to moses they just cried out to god but they had no confidence that god was going to save them verse 13 and moses said unto the people fear ye not stand still and see the salvation of the lord which he will show to you today for the egyptians whom you have seen today Ye shall see them again no more forever. In other words, God is going to fight for you. Verse 14. The Lord shall fight for you and ye shall hold your peace. Listen, God will fight for us. And, and, and we need to keep our mouths shut. This is what we're learning here today out of this scripture. God will fight for us, but we have to keep our mouth shut. Sometimes, you know, the Bible says uh, from our, 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 our words are going to condemn us. Matthew 
12 and 37. Let's read that. Matthew 12 and 37. For by thy words thou shalt be justified, and by thy words thou shalt be condemned. So it's by the words that come out of our mouth, either we're going to have justification, we're going to be deemed righteous, or it's by our, the words that come out of our mouth that are going to condemn us. <laughs> gonna uh, make us be shown forth as evil our evil deeds so is our words just like they were the children of israel was speaking in verse 11 and 12 is not this the word that we told you to leave us let us alone that we may serve the egyptians what is that you want you don't want to serve another man you want to serve god you don't want to worship idol gods you want to worship the true and the living god so thus it's by our words the words that proceed out of our mouth that's going to make us righteous or the words that proceed out of our mouth that are going to deem us evil so verse 14 the lord shall fight for you and ye shall hold your peace. In other words, you shall shut your mouth or keep your mouth shut. And I know as being humans in this day and this age, and I'm only speaking for myself, it is hard to keep the trap closed, to keep the mouth closed because we are flesh. We are wrapped up in humanity and we're not always in the spirit sometimes we're in the flesh and the words that proceeded out of our mouth will condemn us so this is a lesson that we must learn out of this scripture in exodus the 14th chapter we're going to go exodus 14 and 14. the lord shall fight for you and ye shall hold your peace. Let me tell you, in the midst of my calamity, the Lord gave me the exact words. The Lord told me himself. He said, I will fight for you. This is what God told me. I will fight for you. And a lot of times I find myself in a place or in a mindset where I have to remember those words that the Lord told me that he was going to fight for me regardless of what the enemy does and regardless of what the enemy says regardless of how he says it that god was going to fight for me and i have to remember that I mean, a lot of times it's not easy but i know that god is going to fight for me and i'm going to stand on that word so that's what we must do we have read here in the book of Exodus 14 and 14 that God said I'm going to fight for you but you got to hold your peace now let's go down to verse 15 and the Lord said unto Moses wherefore criest thou unto me he said why are you crying out to me why are you praying to me he said speak unto the children of Israel that they go forward also God wants us to go forward. We want to sit there and cry, moan, and groan. We want to have a temper tantrum. We want to roll all over the floor in a sense, in our minds, in our hearts, in our spirits. But God is saying, keep moving forward. I see, we already learned previously that God sees us. He's saying, I see you. And I also see what the enemy is doing 
towards you but i want you to keep it moving don't be distracted by what the enemy is doing a lot of times we get we take our eyes off of god and we start to look at what the enemy is doing just like when the children of israel they know that god is bringing them forth bringing them out of the land of egypt but then when pharaoh and his army begin to march toward them they begin to look at them and and begin to be fearful and afraid even though they were being led by a pillar of cloud by day and a pillar of fire by night the angels of the lord were leading and guiding them but they still became afraid and that's what we have to know here today regardless of what the enemy is doing because the enemy loves to have the light shine upon him the enemy loves for us to it's almost like he's standing there and say see me see me see me look at me look at what i'm doing to you see me see me i want your focus to be on me but no we do not put our focus on the enemy the bible tells us if we resist the devil he shall flee from us we can't put our focus on what the enemy is doing towards us we have to put our focus on what god is doing for us god said i will prepare a table before you in the presence of your enemies that's one of my favorite scriptures you can find that in in psalms 23 god is going to prepare a table before if we are in right standing with god god is going to prepare a table before us in the presence of our enemies that means as god is working in our lives if god is bringing us forth if we're doing if we're in right standing and we're doing what god has told us to do and we're going forward moving forward god is gonna do what he has promised that he's gonna do and the enemy all the enemy can do is stand and watch the goodness of the lord being rained down upon us so we're learning here in exodus 14 god said to moses and the lord said unto moses verse 15 wherefore Christ thou unto me speak unto the children of israel that they go forward keep it moving go forward you're not trapped this is not a trap why because i have the power to open the sea that you will walk on dry ground listen he told moses to stretch out his rod his staff and moses stretched it out and the winds blew the east wind my god they blew and they blew and they blew and the water parted you had a wall on the east side you had a wall on the west side and the bible said that it the children of israel walked across the sea on dry ground so the wind blowed at such a magnitude not only did it make the waters part but it also dried the ground my god from zion the power of god who would not want to serve a god that can do such miracles and let's see verse 16 god said but lift up thy rod and stretch out thy hand over the sea and divide it 
and the children of Israel shall go on dry ground through the midst of the sea. And I, behold, I will harden the heart of the Egyptians, and they shall follow them, and I will get me honor upon Pharaoh. God said, I will get me honor. I'm going to get me some justification. I'm going to get me some vindication. I'm going to get me honor upon Pharaoh and upon all his hosts, upon his chariots and upon his horsemen. And the Egyptians shall know, they shall know without a shadow of a doubt, I added that. And the Egyptians shall know that I am the Lord when I have gotten me honor upon Pharaoh and upon his chariots and upon his horsemen. And the angel of God, which went before the camp of Israel, removed and went behind them. And the pillar of, of the cloud went from before their face and stood behind them. So the angels that were leading and guiding them became their guardian. The angel that was before the children of Israel went to the back of them. So there will be a partition between the children of Israel and Pharaoh and his army. So, oh my God from Zion. That angel became from a, from a guider to a guardian. Thank you, Jesus. And these are the things that not only did God do in the Bible days, but he is the same God. He is the same God that did these things in the books of in the book of Exodus. He is the same God today. So that's why the word is given to us in the Bible that we are supposed to look upon the word and say, okay, God is no respect the person. He doesn't have he doesn't respect uh, the Israelites uh, more than us. Why? Because Jesus died upon the cross and redeemed us from our sins. We were engrafted in. We were once Gentiles, but now we are called the children of God. So God, oh my God from Zion, Jesus came in. He took away that partition that was between us and God. And now we are the children of God. So God has no respect of person. If God did it for Israel, he will do it for us. Why? Because we are all his children and he loves every one of us. So we take away from here that we must understand that God is going to fight for us. We must understand that we must hold our peace. We must understand that we need to go forward. We must understand that God is going to get his honor regardless of how the enemy comes up against you, regardless of how the enemy attacks you. God is going to get his honor. The Bible says what a man that what a man sow that is what he is going to reap. Yes, and that goes for the devil as well. The devil already know what his uh, um, his destiny is. He already knows where he lies throughout eternity. He already knows that he will be in the lake of fire throughout eternity burning with his fallen angels and with those who have followed him he already knows that therefore he wants to take as many as God, of god's children with him as he can why because the children of god we have taken the place that he gave up he gave up his place in heaven he he wanted to be god he wanted to um uh take over in so many words so now he's angry 
not only at God, but he's angry at us. Why? Because God loves us and he wants to destroy that which God loves. So therefore, we must understand God is going to get some honor out of Pharaoh and out of our situation as well. Let's go ahead and read starting at verse 21. And Moses stretched out his hand over the sea and the Lord caused the sea to go back by a strong east wind and all that night and made the sea dry land and the waters were divided and the children of israel went into the midst of the sea upon dry ground and the waters were a wall unto them on their right hand and on their left and the egyptians pursued and went in after them in the midst of the sea even all Pharaoh's horses, his chariots, and his horsemen. And it came to pass that in the morning watch, the Lord looked into the host of the Egyptians through the pillar of fire and of the cloud and troubled the host of the Egyptians. Yeah, they were troubled because they're going into the midst of the sea and you got water on both sides. My God from Zion. And I can imagine the, let's see, let's see. I got a scripture for you. There's a scripture in the book of Psalms. The book of Psalms 77, starting at verse 16 through 19. God caused a rainstorm, lightning, thunder, and an earthquake. And uh, according to the scholars, perhaps the rain quickly soaked the seafloor which caused the wheels of the chariots to swerve so if the rain if it began to rain that dry ground is no longer dry so you can imagine the wheels on the chariots uh sliding from here to there of course the egyptians are going to be troubled the bible said in verse 24 and it came to pass that in the morning watch the lord himself Look, or his messengers, we can say, look unto the host of the Egyptians through the pillar of fire and of the cloud and troubled the host of the Egyptians and took off their chariot wheels that they drave them heavily so that the Egyptians said, let us flee from the face of Israel for the Lord fight it for them against the Egyptians my god my god they finally realized they finally realized that god himself the maker and the creator of the heavens and the earth was fighting for the children of israel and let's read verse 26 and the lord said unto moses stretch out thine hand over the sea that the waters may come again upon the Egyptians, upon their chariots, and upon their horsemen. And Moses stretched forth his hand over the sea, and the sea returned to his strength. When the morning appeared, and the Egyptians fled against it, and the Lord overthrew the Egyptians in the midst of the sea. And the waters returned and recovered and covered the chariots and the horsemen and all the hosts of Pharaoh that came unto the sea after them. There remained not so much as one of them. They all 
died. God killed them all. But the children of Israel walked upon dry land in the midst of the sea, and the waters were a wall unto them on the right hand and upon their left. Thus said the Lord, Save Israel this day out of the hand of the Egyptians. And Israel saw the Egyptians dead upon the seashore. And Israel saw that great work which the Lord did upon the Egyptians. And the people feared the Lord and believed the God and his servant Moses. My God, my God. So the people begin to see this great miracle. They already uh, witnessed the Passover, the death of the firstborn. They're out in the wilderness. They're on one side, there's a Red Sea. On the other side, there's Pharaoh and his, uh, his servants. And they had nowhere to go, but God had a plan. He had a ram in the bush. God has a plan regardless of what we're going through, regardless of what the enemy is doing and how he's doing it. God has a plan. And also we must realize that God himself hardened the heart of Pharaoh. And why, we may ask, why did God do this? Why did God make Pharaoh chase or run down the children of Israel because God wanted to deliver them with a strong hand. God wanted to get some honor. God wanted the Egyptians to know without a shadow of a doubt that he was the true and the living God. Because listen, the Egyptians, they served idol gods. And God wanted to show forth his power and to let them know the gods that you serve are not true gods. I am the true and the living god my god my god lord i thank you for your word we thank god for the word that he has bestowed upon us today we can do nothing without the word of god god is so good to us and we have just went over exodus the 14th chapter and we have learned about the uh, crossing of the red sea now let us pray May God bless and keep you. May his, his face shine upon you. And may he be gracious to you. May he lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray. Amen and amen. Thank you again for listening to Sister Ali Casti, where we talk about all things church related. I want you to uh, like, comment, follow, and share. Follow all of this ministry on social media platforms. Look for us. Our website, Light and Darkness, L-I-T. Look for our YouTube channel, Bible Basis Builder. Look for my name, Allison C. Holt. And guess what? I will talk to you soon.